0: Get your motor running
1: Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our inaugural Summer Road Tour powered by Echo and their amazing lineup of products online at echo-usa.com. We are traveling the country talking with green industry leaders discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jameson.
2: What's up, everybody? We are in Short Pump, Virginia. I'm with Naylor Taliaferro, and uh, we just had some Dairy Queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our bellies are nice and full. I, I don't really get Dairy Queen too often. I don't head over to this side town. This is actually like 20 to 30 minutes away from, from where you were yesterday, or where I live in Midlothian, believe it or not. It's yeah,
2: thanks for driving out here after 99 degree weather, <laughs> and you did 15 or so yards today. Very kind of you, sir.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Well, you, I mean, you came out my way twice, you know, once last night and then once today to, to film us. That was pretty cool. I, I'm excited to see the footage, you know, so I can kind of see a different perspective, right? Because I'm always there or I try to record myself and it'll be interesting to see someone else record whatever their, you know, impressions and their their uh, perspective of everything. So. So I felt I felt like, you know, you you lost your little Mike dust cover. I felt like the best I could um or the least I could do was bring it to you, you know. Well thank you. And the fact that you're staying right down literally like in walking distance from Dairy Queen, I was like, Oh, there we go. We gotta we gotta see Paul now so I can get some Dairy Queen, get me a mint Oreo cookie blizzard. Wasn't it good?
2: It was it was really good. Yeah. Before I forget, thank you to Echo for making this whole trip possible. Thanks to Almond. Uh, Landscape for sponsoring today's episode. And uh, we're very very grateful to be out here on the road doing this. I got to go today to Naylor's um, neighborhood where he works in the Grove and just really see, because we talk about route density all the time. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm actually watching it. You know, you did one yard, the yard across the street, and then the two neighbors, you know, next to it, adjacent to that. And then you drove four corners. And you'll see literally, and then you'll see in my vlog, you know, we just actually, your employee Dale got in my car so he could film it. <laughs> yeah. And you just drive your truck down, you know, yep. eighth of a mile, right? And you do the whole thing over again. Exactly. So good yep. job, Nate. Yeah. Thanks, it's man. impressive.
0: I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it's also kind of exciting that you were there to film it because not, not that, not that anyone has like doubted me or anything like that, but I mean, I do talk about route density all the time, as well as a lot of other people, influencers in the industry, you know, whether it be lawn care millionaire and other people with tons of experience in the, in the industry. And they talk about route density and how important it is. And I just feel like one, if I title a video route density, most people wouldn't even watch it. And two, you know, even when I sneak it into a video and try to talk about it, I just feel like it just goes over people's heads. Like, I don't think they really understand how important it is in mowing anyway, in maintenance. Like if you're doing like landscaping installs, hardscaping, you know, patios, all that kind of stuff, you can drive around town. You can afford to drive 30 minutes to make $5,000, for example. You know what I mean? And to a certain extent you have to because there's only so many – You know the neighborhood that I'm in. Eventually, you have will have redone everyone's patios or landscaping that wants it done. So you have to move on to another neighborhood where we're mowing someone's lawn or trimming their bushes. A lot of that reoccurring revenue, uh, treating their yards, you know, fertilizing, spraying the weeds, all that—that's like a reoccurring thing, weekly, monthly, yearly, seasonally. So that's that's you know you have to keep coming back. So you don't want to keep driving 30 minutes every time you you have to do that. And especially the prof at the profit margins that most of those are at. It's just not affordable for you to do that. You know, you want to. It's already low enough as it is. Like I said, because it's it's mowing and and just maintenance stuff. You can't charge as high as you might want to, versus the other stuff when you're using materials, when you're bringing in plants and trees, and are using equipment, digging stuff up and uh, mulch, and all those things are more labor intensive, and you have material, product, all that. So that's where you really can. Can get the, the higher margins and and have the higher prices margins you know versus how much you're charging and minus your expenses you know that's what you have left you know so the more you can increase that difference in your favor that's where your your margins are increasing so yeah and
2: you were right I was calculating in in Atlanta it's about sixty dollars per man per hour mm-hmm. you did these four yards at about fifty dollars mm-hmm. maintenance and you got it done in under an hour so that's two hundred dollars revenue so mm-hmm. sixty. Times three would be 180. So you're Mm. above, you know, what we're doing in Atlanta, you did... You, you would get an A plus, right? You know what I mean just from yeah, no. Because as our boy Lamar always says, the market is. I mean the market is the market, you right? Know what I mean and exactly. You can't, you can't go in and say, hey, I'm going to do eighty dollars a cut. They'll exactly. say they'll say no chance. Exactly that one joker for, for five dollars <laughs> cut yeah. you yeah. <laughs> five five dollars less. Like oh, what the heck?
0: Gosh. You just dropped me to get somebody <laughs> that was five dollars less to save twenty bucks a month. You know, obviously that's hundreds of dollars a year. But I mean, really. Yeah. And, and and honestly you didn't see it because not 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 to mention it's bi weekly. So like it's bi weekly five dollars less than what I was charging weekly. So that means they have to plow through a, a, a weekly yard bi weekly. But they fly through that yard. I finally like I would show up like after the fact, I guess, because we were on, not on the same schedule and I always want to know who the heck was it that you know, they probably had no idea that they underpriced me. They just were giving this guy a quote. He asked for a quote. They gave him a quote, and that's it. You know, yeah. I I would do the same thing unless I clearly can see like commercial stripes, and I'm like, you know, did you uh did you already have someone mowing your lawn before? I try to get a little information so that I'm not like you know, then I can kind of figure out they're just looking for the lowest price or whatever. Like, are you are were you not happy? Like, because I'm not that guy that's trying to you know, take business from anybody. But if, if someone's legitimately not happy with their service and it has nothing to do with pricing necessarily, then, then that's, that's a whole other thing that's on that per that on that service provider that didn't obviously make their customer happy. But so, I mean, like I, 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 that, I that guy probably just, you know, was given a quote in all fairness, but I always want to know who it was in case I knew who the company was. And i could be like, hey, you know, you're, you're losing five bucks, you know, per cut, you know, because, I mean, you just leave money at the table because I was charging five bucks more. So just to help the next fellow guy out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I would just see the, the lawn hack down to like, you know, three inches or whatever. And I'm like, dang, man, that's like it's all yellow. There's like barely any stripes because tall fescue is supposed to be tall. That's why it's got that name, you know. You yeah. the, yeah, the nice green dark blades and supposed to be nice and tall and high and upright. He cut it, like, between four, four and a half inches, you know, in peak time. But uh, so he would always just plow it down, and I was always like, who in the heck is that? And I finally saw them, and I don't know who they are. i just seen them around. But, yeah, they just come through, and they fly through with, like, like, like five guys, and they're just, like, just zipping through in, like, eight minutes or yeah. less, and they're gone. Well, there's
2: a difference between flying through being careless and not doing a good job and doing you know dude right. i watched you and you guys watch can watch the vlog i'm gonna put it on facebook here by the time you listen to this it might already be out i, I followed you got my camera and you i mean you knew what you're doing with the weed eater and old dale yeah. was you know laying down his <laughs> stripes yeah. <laughs> good old dale yeah yeah and uh but you guys worked fast and, and, but and efficient, you did it, efficient right. but you did it professionally and, and, and didn't quality. cut corners. Right. Literally, you, you cut the corners, right. <laughs> literally, yeah. but not cut we the corners. We didn't leave them. Yeah, yeah, we didn't leave
0: the corners to <laughs> save time. Well, that's the thing. I think that's part of the problem in this industry. And, it you know, my neighborhoods are, are no different that, again, because the margins are so low in mowing, You know, we make it worse by succumbing to the customer's request and just keeping, keeping it lower and lower. Will said um, on one of the episodes of Get to Know the Pro Season 2.0, he was saying in his little thing that I was talking to him, that, you know, it's like a race to the bottom. Everyone's just yeah. trying to like get the lowest price. And why would you want to do that? So these guys, and then, and then they, they try to make up for that by going super fast and potentially cutting corners. And, and it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you killing yourself and, and leaving money on the table? Just do it the right way. Force the customers to pay what they should be paying.
2: Yeah. And that's the only way you're going to, because the networking in these neighborhoods, the kids play on the same soccer team and the moms are down at the pool. And I saw, I mean, everyone's walking. Right. I, I felt kind of awkward with my camera because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. they're all, I love, you know, here I am with Georgia license plates, and <laughs> I got my, you know, camera, and yeah. all these people are like staring at me like I'm an alien.
0: They probably thought something exciting was happening. Well, I like, damn, am I going to get on camera? Is this going to be on the news? What's going yeah, on? Yeah,
2: that one girl, she like drove around. She was like, that parked in the street. I don't know if you saw I her. didn't see that. No. But uh, you're know, winking and blinking kind of the type <laughs> thing. I was like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, Man
0: you know, people, with the camera. Sometimes people get excited with the cameras.
2: Yeah. And so, uh, but, but then the neighbor came out. And start talking to you and, and right. recruiting you possibly. But but what I was saying about the networking is they all talk about what's the you know, hey, what's what's uh in the truck <laughs> right you? Yeah,
0: yeah, Rick <laughs> Rick's mowing.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, what's Rick's mowing uh-huh. doing? <laughs> but they all know it's fifty dollars or forty five dollars. So that we have that against us in right. the sense that They all talk and they get these numbers in their head.
0: And then they come to you with that. Like, oh, well, Rick's mowing mowing. charged me 45 bucks. (laughs) And you're trying to charge me 50. Like, yeah, well, that's what clean cut lawn care charges. There's a ceiling
2: of, they're only going to pay up to maybe whatever it is, 45, 50, 55. These are small yards, the neighborhood that you were in. But the only way to make it is the efficiency in the route density? There's You have to knock those out of the park. If you don't, right. you're literally losing money. And that's exactly. why you've probably seen, as I've seen in Atlanta, these guys, you see them one year, the next summer, you, you don't right. see them. Exactly. They, they can't survive.
0: Exactly. And it drives me crazy when I have, like, literally, Paul, yesterday I got several uh, contacts. I got contacted by several people for quotes during all of this, right? You know, like during my day and I followed up on them, you know, got their addresses and, you know, uh, said I would send them a quote, you know, I sent them all quotes this morning and then they responded by the afternoon and they were just, we were going back and forth. Like they're both like one of one, both of them were like, can we do bi-weekly? And these are both in the neighborhoods that I'm already in, not the neighborhood that you were in today, but other you know, there's The same neighborhoods are all surrounding yeah. all of these neighborhoods, so I just go in those neighborhoods, and I just yeah. keep growing in those neighborhoods. So there are neighborhoods I want to continue to be in, but again, this is another video that I recorded that I'll be uh, putting out sometime soon, where I talked about what's the most important thing. Is it the neighborhood? Is it the lawn? Or is it the customer? Those are like the three main things, so this is just like a quick little preview. I made a video about that, talking about those three things, because just because these two people that contacted me are in two different neighborhoods that I'm already in and want to continue to grow in very, very uh, aggressively. Um, It doesn't mean that I'm going to just do whatever I want, whatever they want. And it doesn't mean that those are the right customers Mm -hmm. just because they're in the right neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I go into detail in this video about the difference between those three and what I think if you had to choose, obviously having all three is, is the best scenario, but if you had to choose one of those three, what would be the most important to you, so that you can focus on that to grow your business? And I go into detail in my video uh, about that. That'll be coming out soon. But just as an example of these two people, I basically, like you said in your uh, on your on your story, Instagram story, that I, it took a lot of no's to get to this point. So these two people wanted biweekly for no reason other than literally they said it's not in their budget to do weekly. One person said, yeah, I just can't afford 200 bucks 220 to be exact, but they just rounded, said 200 bucks um, a, a month because, you know, uh, 55 bucks a cut, you know, a week, but right. they wanted weekly, And it's just not in our budget to afford 220 uh, a month. So, but if you change your mind, you know, and decide to start doing bi weekly, please let us know. And yeah. I was like, all right, thanks for the opportunity. And that's it, yeah. you know, put that, put that email in the trash. Yeah. And then the other person it was the same, same story. And I lost another customer that I had this year, that wanted to start biweekly, and her yard was a mess. She wanted me to, to treat her yard and mow her lawn biweekly, and I'm like, all right, well, by the looks of your lawn, it's weedy right now, and it's early in the season. It's not really growing a whole lot yet, but when I start treating it, you know, fertilizing it, killing these weeds... And things, you know, turn around, it's going to need to be cut weekly and I'm going to transition to weekly. So just be prepared for that. And she was like, okay, that's fine. So that's what happened, you know, midway through the season. I'm like, all right, we're at that point now where your lawn is looking amazing because I've been treating it and I'm cutting it at the right height. I'm not scalping it down and a bunch of weeds everywhere. And it's just looking nice and green and everything. And it's best on the block. So I'm going to have to do weekly. She never even said yes or no or responded. I just been I was mowing weekly for months, and she paid me every month. And then just recently she was like, can we go back to biweekly? It's just not in my budget. I can't afford weekly anymore. I'm like, what is going on with these people? I understand with things going on right now in yeah. the country with COVID-19 and everything, I understand that. But at the same time, I have a business to run, and it's just not affordable and profitable for me to do bi weekly just because someone else can't fit in their budget. Right. But the unfortunate thing that happens from that is, you know, I say no, that's just not we I can't cut a weekly yard bi weekly. That's just gonna take us too long. I said I I will Right now, since it's slowing down, I will, uh, like the the lawns are slowing down a little bit. I will go biweekly temporarily, but I'm going to have to increase your price. And she said, how much? And I told her, and like I got radio silence for a week. And then she said, I don't need your, no longer need your services anymore. Thank you for your time. I was like, all right, well, good luck with whatever's going on there. You probably, weeds are probably going to come back and whatever. So she probably found Rick's mowing and he's (laughs) knocking it out the park biweekly for 40 bucks or something.
2: Uh, And next year we won't see Rick.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. because I get a lot of calls from people that are like the two people this is where I was going with all this also why why I remember these two people from yesterday one of them also said the one that (laughs) the one that ultimately said it's not my budget you know let me know if you decide to change your mind to go bi-weekly and all that that same person started the whole conversation on a voicemail by saying or no when I called him back over the phone he said that whoever the the guy the guy that he had mowing his lawn just has gone missing for the past yeah. month he just hasn't showed up he won't return his calls i've heard that so many <laughs> like, times but meanwhile you're giving me a hard time about your budget well maybe yeah. that's because rick's mowing just realized that he couldn't afford to mow your lawn every 2 weeks for whatever the heck it was he was you know charging you that was obviously less than what i was charging you or i'm oh they even told me they're like uh they were doing it for fifty, but fifty-five is fine. But can you do it biweekly? So he was doing it biweekly for fifty bucks, and I'm charging fifty-five for weekly. weekly yeah. So like, what? In the, what? <laughs> it's just a mess. But you're, we, that's price... why these podcasts and and the content that all of us put out on YouTube is so important, and we need to get these messages out to people so that you know the rookies out there, and even some of the more experienced people that just fell into that trap, and they're just crazy. You know like a rat in a wheel and they wonder why, it's because you're not realizing that you're leaving money on the table, don't bend over for the customers. You really gotta, you know, speak up and and, and do the right thing and charge the right prices and do weekly when it's supposed to be weekly and all that. There's true bi weekly yards, I get it, but most people just wanna save a buck. And those aren't the yards you wanna accept biweekly.
2: And guys like us near that start out and that are solo we're we're figuring out as we go, but I have a friend. His name is Rich, not Rick. <laughs> a real, real real guy. Yeah. But he worked for the big company.
1: Can't wait to hear Paul's story about Rich, and of course, part two of his interview with Naylor coming up right after we hear from our valued sponsors. This is the Green Industry Podcast Summer Road Tour brought to you by ECHO. Don't forget to check out the ECHO X Series. It's a best-in-class product designed for you pros to be more powerful and, of course, lightweight. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts with wednesday october 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown louisville at the show you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals you don't want to miss the opening keynote secrets of being an effective leader presented by retired navy four-star admiral james Davritis. register now at gie-expo.com and we'll see you october 21st through the 23rd in louisville TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to TheHardscapeAcademy.com and that link is in today's show notes get in touch with paul just an email away green industry podcast at gmail.com comment on the show suggest topics ask questions speak your mind
2: just an email away
1: green industry podcast at gmail.com
2: and guys like us nearly to start out and that are solo we're, we're figuring out as we go, but I have a friend, his name is Rich, not Rick, <laughs> a real, real, real guy, yeah. but he worked for the big company, the yeah. big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, what the, they would literally, and he was like on the office side of things, so that, the, there's guys that the, wear their golf shirts and their khaki pants that sit in these conference rooms, right. and they literally crunched the numbers of this was what our projected you know, goal was for last month, Here's where we actually hit. Here's where we're at per man per hour in the maintenance and all these round. and and their maintenance division is literally just so they can get the enhancements. Like the, it's so razor thin in their maintenance. Right. The, I mean they're profitable, but but that, barely. Yeah, yeah, and we're talking tens of millions. I mean we're talking crazy right. amount of money, but it's still it's that's to set up the big Caleb Allman, money. Right, you know what I mean. Right. but the the way that these guys nitpick and you know he they have everything down to you know fifty three dollars per man per hour. We have to you know right. if you're not if you're fifty two dollars per man per hour, that's it. You can't do it. You can't do because
0: you, you add that up to millions. You know that's yeah. millions. Now, lost. now
2: that fifty three number, I I, I don't want to confuse anyone. This was years ago. Right. This well, guy. It
0: could just be a number. You know. You yeah, know, it doesn't I, have to I, be but, the exact number. But, but
2: but my point is, we need to know what that number is in our business. That's why I said sixty dollars. Is a good round number that's kind of like, if you're doing that, you're probably profitable to some, to some level, but that's per man per hour. So you have three guys out there today. So for one hour, you want to be hitting 180 revenue. Right. If you, you know, if you're below that, that ramp rack, that truck, that trailer, (laughs) all the, you know, insurances and 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 everything you're paying gas and and all this stuff. Yeah. It, it adds, adds up. up. And, exactly. And, and people Rick don't doesn't, realize Rick that. Rick doesn't realize that doesn't. until the numbers d- devour him, and that's why he's he he went MIA.
0: Right. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. But I also think part of the problem to what you were saying is that people get wind, I guess, of these bigger companies that do that, and they think they can do that. But they don't realize the bigger companies have it all figured out. They can afford... To have like super, you know, cheap razor thin, as you said, you know, margins to get in there and get the bigger profits elsewhere. That doesn't necessarily work for us, smaller guys, or we have to at least really know our numbers and, and, and figure it out. And it's a it volume
2: out. game. They, we have, right, you, we you have, go. you know, 50, 60 accounts, right? They got tens of thousands exactly. in, in the, the area. Exactly. the numbers I, I, add that, up better. That big company that's in Atlanta, I literally was at the mall today, you know, um, that mall we were talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and they short pump mall, yeah. yeah.
2: They that that's the company that maintained it for were them there, in Virginia. I saw their yeah. fancy fancy truck yeah. and the guy not being efficient, you know? exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was wasn't it one of our friends, Joe? The pace showed us Joe the county pace. up in Michigan to do one pallet of sod. There were six trucks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it was Joe.
0: <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, he's like, check yeah. this out. He's like, what the heck, man? Yeah, yeah. there's your tax
2: dollars. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Every time I drive by a construction site, you see more guys just sitting on trucks just waiting. I'm like, it drives me crazy when my guys are sitting. I'm like, hey, you know, Except when it's hot like now, I encourage them. You know, like sit in the shade. Yeah, take I heard breaks. you say that. Yeah, because a lot of times they'll just go 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 because I kind of ingrain that in them. But at the same yeah. time, then I have to kind of dial it back on these crazy hot days. I don't want them to pass out. I'm gonna ask them, do you have a headache? You know, or you like I'm I'm like looking for signs for heat exhaustion. You know, just trying to make sure that I don't have anyone dropping on my on my watch. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a real deal right there. You know, OSHA is gonna come after. It me, went you. Yeah. Know? down. Yeah, So, uh, uh, but but I mean, you know. The <laughs> But they, they, uh, oh man, I lost my train of thought now. (laughs) It went down. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about guys just sitting around. Yeah. So I'm always telling them, you know, to make sure that, that they keep moving. I mean, even if they are done and I'm finishing up, if it's just the two of us or there's three of us and there's two people, like there's no more blowers or whatever. And they're like, all right, you know, what do I do now? I'm not going to just sit there and go on my phone and catch up on, you know, Snapchat and Instagram, go ahead and top off all the equipment that's sitting there would get (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> what's up with this? Oh, oh it's the, the storm. storm. I'm thinking you're another oh, ghetto hotel. <laughs> the lights just flickered, and some sort of horror movie coming We're, out.
2: <laughs> I was telling Naylor, I had oh, to change man. hotels. <laughs> oh, we, got, we got
0: Poltergeist on the TV over here. <laughs> oh, that's what the, the
2: f- FBI agents yeah. watching.
0: <laughs> and welcome, Paul Jameson. There it is. Thank you for staying at the Marriott. <laughs> oh man you're creeping me out man my son's been watching all these crazy like I ghost story you, my, shows my
2: fbi agent man he's like oh man it's your producer
0: door. marty's watching you he's staying on top nah, of it marty's
2: Paul. in bed man marty goes to bed <laughs> at like eight.
0: Oh gosh but
2: i was staying at this raggedy hotel for yeah. two nights at tell maylor it freaked me out because it's COVID 19 no one's staying at hotels so i like pull in the parking lot and i'm like i think like, I, there's no cars, and I'm like, this is weird. Like, maybe it's close, you know. And I go in, and there's some lady with attitude, and she's like, Paul Jameson, like, because I'm the only one <laughs> standing there. I was like, she knows my name. Are you Paul? Yeah, you- <laughs> uh, it was scary, dude. It was scary. Oh, man. So then I was, and, and I told Naylor, I got in the bed, and there's like crumbs, and oh, it was nasty man. because the cleaning lady there was no clean sheets they just took the yeah. sheet from there the roof was no cleaning lady
0: i guess it's probably the ship's shift supervisor is like dang it rick had to run up here real quick and yeah. <laughs> throw the bed together yeah
2: <laughs> so whoever stayed there before me had all kind of crackers or something in there oh man crackers in bed Ugh.
0: hopefully it was like food crumbs
2: i don't know but it was <laughs> it was all crunchy and nasty so oh, so today i got the hotel Across the street, and well, there's uh, you know there's more people staying here because I saw that baseball team yeah. coming. So Husker well, Husqvarna guys. Yeah, there. There. <laughs> there's a Husqvarna guy here. I got truck my truck trailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a guy from Husqvarna. We should have had him up. Man. Yeah, got it's him like up a, on the A
0: secret convention somewhere around here, I guess. But anyway, I was just talking oh, about keeping that's all right before this whole crazy, you know, poltergeist thing was going on in your hotel. Oh. I was just wrapping up talking about keeping people busy and I was just you know telling my guys like if you if you're literally there's nothing not another blower or whatever and you're just waiting you think probably another minute or two just check the the trimmers and and you know the edger or whatever whatever's there and top them off with gas so this way we when we get to the next property we're good to go we don't have to do it then you know i mean whatever downtime we have take make use of it so that yeah. we're staying productive and
2: i think we need to make sure we have scorecards in our business cuz you were you were even saying to me you're like how do we do how do we do did we hit the hour you Yeah. Know? because well, that's
0: because I forgot to hit start on my uh, on my oh. service autopilot app. You're supposed oh. to start and stop a job, but you rolled up as soon as I got there, and I'm I was sorry. all all giddy and stuff. It's not your fault. i was just all yeah. excited and stuff and trying to help you get everything ready, and I forgot to hit start, so I had no idea what but, time but it was. But we, we hear started. the
2: phrase almost on every episode. My guests will say, "Know your numbers," which yeah. can be kind of vague. Right. But that's in, in golf. We have a cal- you know scorecard, so you know I got a par or birdie or bogey or whatever you got on that hole. As business owners, we need to have our scorecard in whatever way we keep score. Like, okay, that hour we did $100 or $180 or $200 revenue and, right. or for the day I did this or, you know, and then obviously the month, the profit and loss statement, all that's more broad, but we need to be able to measure this, you right. know, yeah. so.
0: No, I, I agree. Um, so we got we got about seven minutes left. Okay. So was there anything specific else that, that, that you want to touch? Well, base on? We, I, have, we, I have a couple ideas. Yeah, go, we'll,
2: we'll do this seven minutes. Your, your bedtimes, past your bedtime, past my bedtime. I, I'm never eating Dairy <laughs> I mean, Queen we, again, dude. <laughs> my shoulder hurt. It's, it's inflammation. Sugar. Taylor oh, pulled in and he's like, hey, "Let's go get Dairy Queen." I no no no. I'm good. I don't eat sugar. And he's like, "Get in my truck. I want Dairy Queen." <laughs> So, i didn't try
0: to, i wasn't trying to influence you to get some but it just looks so good right it's just so hard
2: and then he's like do you know what a milkshake is? i was like "No, i know what a milkshake is. I was like, what? you've been I in the sun way too long <laughs> you
0: said you you know you stay away from sugar you don't have any of that well, so i, I know didn't know what, what it
2: <laughs> i I just i don't like sugar. all right we got now yeah. six minutes so finish finish strong here
0: you <laughs> Yeah, we, we're about to be at at six minutes now. But no, but kind of focusing on what we were talking about with route density and things like that, this is something that I haven't really talked about in a long time that I want to talk about on, on a podcast that we've had recently and um, hopefully will help some guys listening that are maybe starting out or maybe even I know like Brian Ring got some value out of it many years ago and he kind of turned it around and used it to, in his favor and, and it was successful. But one of the best things I did when I first started my lawn care business. I mean, one, I, I lived in that neighborhood that you saw me, uh, not, not, in, not on that street, but in that, that association called the Grove. Really? I li- yeah. I lived in there. So, but I didn't live in like a house that you, that, that you m- get that someone that you pay someone to mow the lawn. I lived in the, uh, the, the townhouse area. So we were renting a townhouse until we kind of got our foot in the door here. Cause we, we moved here from New York. So we we wanted to make sure that we got used to you know the area and, and just try to try to make sure that we we knew where we wanted to live before we just bought a house. So we were just renting at a townhouse temporarily in that in that same HOA. But townhouses are, are typically like zero maintenance. So like the bigger companies come in and they take care of that with the contracts, like they do at the malls and all that kind of stuff. So there I didn't. There was no potential there to actually get any kind of uh, customers there, but the I lived, but that was right down the street from where where, where you saw me. Mm-hmm. So the, all that potential was there in that HOA. And because I lived in there, I was able to have access to the Facebook group, mm. which is a private Facebook group. You have to be actually a resident there. And there's like over 700 houses. You were just in one little section called Kingham. You know, like every yeah, no, every saw... neighborhood has its own little sign and all this fun little yeah. things. And the houses look different. They have different color mailboxes and all that, but they're all yeah. in the same HOA. And all the yards have to be maintained by the homeowner, except for the one townhouse area area that I that I lived in that's that's all maintenance free uh, and it's part of your dues which are more than what the people that are in the houses that I take care of but I had access to those people for free because I lived there. So one, I was their, their neighbor, right? So people, a lot of people these days and back then and still now want to like help their neighbor out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my neighbor is a, a tax person or a lawyer or this. And you kind of right, ask right, for right. help with questions, tips or whatever, you know, for free and things like that yeah. or whatever. Or you actually literally trade services sometimes. It's like, a, it's a cool thing when you get to know these, these HOAs like that, these homeowners associations. And that's what the Facebook groups are good for. You can post on the Facebook group Hey, a tree fell in my yard. Who do you recommend to get that cleaned up? And it's like, hey, you know, Rick's mowing, (laughs) I heard, does that kind of stuff, you know, or, uh, you know, or, or an actual tree company, hey, Arborscapes, you know, or, you know, um, which is a real company here, you know, they can come out and they can take care of it. They did a good job for us and things like that. So there's a lot of great word of mouth in there. So I took advantage of that in the first year because I lived there and it was all free. So I was constantly, you know, I created a business Facebook page and I was constantly marketing that. Um, so so that that really helped me get in my foot in the door and and that's how I have so many yards in that neighborhood because I started with you know maybe like five to ten yards right off the gate right off the bat my first year I went from zero customers to 30 in my first year for mowing just just because of that not not all 30 were in that neighborhood but a a bunch of them were and then they knew a friend and they knew a friend they were in another HOA another HOA and I would just get one there and then they'd see me and I'd start growing in there and and that that's how it all worked out but One of the things that I really did on top of that was I created an event in... On, on Facebook. So you can create events just like on the road to the GIE Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I created, you know, create uh, an event which was, you know, the, the rally, the GIE rally back in the day. Like every year I'd make an actual event with all the details. People can say that they're going and you can customize it however you want. I mean, for that event, that was pretty much it. But what I did for my event was it was like a sign up, you know, type event and it was called an edging event. So what I had noticed was, you know, which is still the thing, most homeowners don't edge their properties, right? Like you see some guys out there just chipping away with their string trimmer, really trying to make a nice hard edge. And it looks awful. You know, some guys do a good job or girls or whatever, but for the most part, they either do an awful job or they don't do it at all. And they got those super overgrown edges. And a couple people had asked me if I could just come clean up their edges because, like they're like oh we push my own yard my husband yeah. just doesn't edge it for whatever reason drives me crazy and you know blah 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 so I yeah. <laughs> I thought about that like wow this, this is this this is a good opportunity maybe I could just yeah. like go around edging everybody's yard so I created yeah. an, a, an event for for lawn for you know lawn edging or whatever I called it uh, lawn and mul- mulch bed edging yeah. and, and I just you know had a whole sign up thing and I and I posted it on facebook in the group and shared it everywhere and other people shared it and and it was like a whole neighborhood thing and i was able to get like 40 something people to sign up while i was on vacation mind you like it was like in february or something so it was like gearing up for the start of the season in march and we went down to florida where it was still a little warm and we just had a vacation that we already had planned. I had just quit retail and took all the vacation money that I wasn't able to, to take vacation because it was just constantly working in retail and use that money to help get us through the winter and kind of get my, my head start for lawn care into the spring. But while we're in vacation, while we're just sitting at the hotel pool or whatever, I just keep getting all these dings. More and more people are... are uh, you know, joining the the event, you know, accepting yeah. the whatever, you know, and 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 signing up for it, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna have my hands full. How am I gonna, you know? But I had a plan and everything, and I was, you know, I had plenty of time because it was by myself, you know. And I'm just like, well, wow, you know, I'm now I got, got a lot of work, and it was exciting, and I really didn't make any money off of that, like, cause I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even have the right equipment. I was renting things here and there, and some people, I mean, you get a lot of crazy situations, super overgrown edges, mulch beds that never had an edge a day in their life, like all this crazy stuff. But I learned a lot. I learned about the new redefiner, you know, the, ed, the redefining oh, yeah. mulch redefiners oh, yeah. that Echo and Steel has. Yeah. I think they had like just been, just started around that. That was like six years ago, you know? So there was like a whole lot of things like that that I learned and I was, and I found you could rent one in some places and now Home Depot, you can rent them and all that. So I learned a lot from that experience, but the biggest thing is it was a huge huge boost to my business from a marketing standpoint because everyone now all of a sudden knew me and clean cut lawn care from Facebook in the neighborhood and then saw me in the neighborhood out there just trying to get these hard edges and stuff and get all that stuff done. So that really helped me get more yards that way because even some of those people were like, well, can you just give me a quote to to mow the lawn too so I would got some some customers from that too and then just being in the neighborhood so that was really a a big thing and I know back to Brian Ring he had done that for aerating and seeding. He had created an event and posted it wherever it was that he posted it and got a whole bunch of people to sign up for, uh, you know, aeration and seeding off of Facebook. So there's a lot of potential there. Facebook is just one example. And yes, I did live in the HOA, but I mean, everyone probably knows at least one person that lives somewhere in a neighborhood that has a Facebook group that maybe they don't have access to, but that person does that lives there. And they can just kind of ask them if they wouldn't mind sharing, you know, one of their Facebook business posts or something, and that helps kind of get your foot in the door if you're not in, in a, if you want to get into a new neighborhood that you're not in yet and stuff. So that's that's just a, a, a like a really major tip. That's something that I, I talked about in a video back in the day and never really rehashed it again. But it's really helped get me started in lawn care and and really get into these neighborhoods and start building that route density.
2: There it is. We appreciate you driving all the way out here, Naylor, after literally working in the hottest day. Or second, yesterday was hot, today was (laughs) hot. First and second, probably hottest days of the year. Yeah. So hot. And uh, you worked all day, drove all the way out here, and got to get back, get to bed and get back up and... Do it all over I'd, again cut tomorrow. Cut that grass.
0: <laughs> Make that cash.
2: Yeah, so well, uh, follow the Road to GIE Plus Expo Facebook page that you started. We'll have all the updates in the next couple weeks um, with what's going on with GIE, kind of some final answers from the governor of Kentucky and See where we're going to go, and yeah. And then, you know. The, we'll go from there, go yeah. Go from, yeah. There's yeah. so much craziness going on that, uh, you know, Naylor and I talked to these people. They're trying their best they can. It's just like – you got to also submit to the governing authorities so right. it's not like people are like you know what i mean
0: yeah 100% you know so and so be
2: flexible don't be yeah. trolling and commenting and being like put yourself in their shoes like imagine being a governor of a state right now right and and you're like i mean that's
0: it's, it's the same thing I say when people complain about snow days at school and, and they're like, oh my gosh, it barely even snowed. It's like, well, would you want to be that guy that didn't close school and some bus goes off the road on an icy road and kills like 50 kids? I had a kids? friend in
2: high school die on a snow day and he, and he went, they, 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 they literally canceled school. But the basketball coach is like where I'm practicing anyway, eight AM like rebelliously, yeah. like you weren't you're not allowed to do that on days at school canceled. Right. But he was like forget and it. He's like do it anyway. don't tell no one where you know, be at the school at eight AM for practice. Yeah. And then my the, on the way there, kid fell off, you know, side of the road, Slut got slipped off the
0: road killed. Wow. And
2: and it and it was illegal. Like yeah. they weren't allowed to meet for basketball practice. So yeah, a lot of trouble. Yeah. But so,
0: uh, so yeah, the bottom line is you want to be safe than sorry. You know what I mean? It's just like always being prepared. You know, I'd rather have something and not need it than need it and not have it. So you just got to back to your point. Just give these guys some slack. I would not want to be in their shoes, you know? So,
2: I told when I talked to him yesterday, I was like, hey, just so you know, everyone on my podcast keeps asking me and they really <laughs> want to have the show. They're like, I know, Paul, we're doing our best. You yeah. know, stay tuned. So follow- well, worst case
0: scenario to be it'll be next year. Right. Hopefully. You know, yeah. but Let's hope. Let's yeah.
2: still let's still hope for the best. Right. I'm, I'm the most optimistic person.
0: Absolutely. Uh, me, too.
2: So, it'll be awesome. If not, just listen to the Green Industry Podcast. There you go. And uh, have a good time. And
0: follow me on YouTube and Instagram, Long Care Rookie, rookie, LCR LCR Media. LCR Media, Road to
2: GIE Plus Expo. Show Naylor some love, and uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks to Echo for sponsoring um, the road tour. Thanks to our friend Caleb Allman. He called me today. I'm going to his house on Sunday. That's sweet. Or Saturday night. He said he's going to have the camper ice cold for me. (laughs) Nice. And uh, he's cooking some dinner, and uh, so nice yep That's all right a good we're time gonna, yeah we're gonna pass it back to mr producer marty. all right thanks I just hey marty i was just telling naylor off air some old marty stories so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all, all right. right back to you marty
1: now paul you know all of that was bc Of course, uh, I'm grateful, well, for the statute of limitations and that I came up through the ranks uh, before everything was caught on video. Uh, We're certainly glad, though, Paul took the time to put his e-course on video so that you can learn, grow, and improve your business and make even more money. It's true. You have to spend a little money to make money. And for a little money, $97. That's right. Only $97. You can discover the keys to making a lot more. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com or look for the link in the notes. And once you're on the site, just click the e-course link. You've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Thanks again to Echo for powering our first annual summer road tour. Check out Echo's product line at echo-usa.com. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on.